Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. More concern for Bobby Kotick and Activision Blizzard as Coca-Cola and State Farm are reassessing partnerships with the company's Overwatch League due to the widespread harassment and discrimination against female employees at the company. Don't forget that groups such as the Kraft Sports Group, Kroenke Sports, Canuck Sports and Entertainment, and others own teams in the Overwatch League. So this is a story certainly worth watching. This is your morning buzzcast for Friday, August 6th. I'm Abe Madcore. We made it through another week. Hope everybody's ready for the weekend. Let's start with another major deal in the gaming space as Penn National Gaming will buy Canadian sports betting firm Score Media and Gaming for, yes, nearly $2 billion. What's this deal about? A lot of things. First, it's about opportunity because this deal comes as a new betting bill was passed in Canada, which will allow betting on sports, including football and hockey. Betting in Canada is currently only allowed on horse racing and in other types of formats. So that leads to the second question. What is score media? Well, This is about a tech play and a user play. Score Media operates the Score app, which features scores, news, and betting information. It has nearly 4 million monthly active users. So Penn National has 43 properties across 20 states. Penn National offers online gaming, racing, and sports betting. So acquiring Score Media will give Penn National some tech it needs to improve the customer experience. It will also help it expand the reach of Barstool Sports. Remember, Penn National owns one-third of Barstool Sports, so they see a lot of synergies between Score Media and Barstool. Bottom line is this deal makes Penn National an even bigger player in the sports betting and content space as everybody is competing for users and future subscribers. Staying in the sports betting space, a big win last night for the Chicago Cubs, who moved one step closer to hosting legal sports betting at Wrigley Field after getting approval from a key commission on Thursday to build a proposed two-story sports book adjacent to the ballpark, and that's through its partnership with DraftKings. That sports book, the DraftKings Sportsbook, will be located at the corner of Addison Street and Sheffield Avenue, so that's on a corner of Wrigley Field, so it'll be right adjacent to the ballpark. Now, this still requires a few other approvals, but this was a big, big step. And remember, this is part of that big sponsorship deal the Cubs struck with DraftKings last fall. This will be very similar to what Monumental Sports did with William Hill at Capital One Arena. So the Cubs getting closer and closer to having the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wrigley Field. 
All right, let's shift to the NFL because the NFL returned last night in Canton. The Hall of Fame game drew just over 20,000 fans for the Steelers' win over the Cowboys. And it was good to see, if you watch the broadcast, all the development taking place around the Hall of Fame, which has had a big project in the works for years. It's going to be a big weekend in Canton. If you recall, the Hall of Fame had increased the number of individuals being honored to commemorate the league's centennial. But that ceremony, of course, was delayed by covid They merged that with the class of 2021. So each class will be honored this weekend. The class of 2020 on Saturday, the class of 2021 on Sunday. A total of 28 former players, coaches, and contributors will be honored over the weekend. It'll have a lot of star power this weekend, fueled largely by Peyton Manning, who will be honored Sunday and joined by his longtime rival, Tom Brady, who will make the trip from Tampa to Canton to honor Peyton Manning on Sunday. A fun note from last night's broadcast, if you watch, when Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said that Jimmy Johnson, who will be inducted in the Hall of Fame this weekend, will finally get his place, yes, in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. Jerry Jones has been very coy about putting Jimmy Johnson into his team's Ring of Honor over the years, but last night on Fox's pregame show, he said, quote, it's kind of hard not to recognize his contribution to the story of the franchise, end quote. Then if you watch the broadcast, Jimmy Johnson joked about when the induction will happen, asking, quote, while I'm alive, I thought it was a pretty funny back and forth. So Jimmy Johnson could get his day in the Cowboys ring of honor. He'll be inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend. One other fact connected to the NFL and Jerry Jones, Sunday marks 15 years, 15 years since NFL owners elected Roger Goodell as commissioner. Hard to believe. SBJ's Ben Fisher talked to Jerry Jones about that day. Jones was obviously incredibly influential in the election of Roger Goodell. And that day way back then was not without drama. As Jerry Jones recalls, the voting was very competitive between Goodell and outside NFL counsel Greg Levy, as Greg Levy ran very close to Goodell in the early voting. But Jones outlines the voting process, and he comments on Goodell's leadership over the past 15 years. It's a great interview on sportsbusinessjournal.com. I encourage you to check it out. Hard to believe. 15 years ago, NFL owners elected Roger Goodell as commissioner. Let's shift to some other news. Well, Greg Sankey has had quite a run at the SEC, and the conference knows it has a good thing and doesn't want to lose a good thing. So it has extended Greg Sankey's contract through 2026. His contract was set to expire in 2023. They tack on three extra years. This comes as Greg Sankey has emerged as easily, I think, the most influential executive in college sports. The SEC is set to become even stronger with the addition of Oklahoma and Texas. Greg Sankey completed a recent 10-year agreement with Disney for SEC media rights starting in 2024. The connected college sports writer Pete Thamel at Yahoo Sports wrote that Sankey is expected to get a huge raise as his last reported salary was at $2.9 million a year. But any salary increase would fit Sankey as he has proven to be one of the most effective leaders in sports business. Let's continue talking about people because years ago, and I'm not even sure he was commissioner yet, but I was talking to the NBA's Adam Silver and asked him who I should be keeping an eye on, young talent, up-and-comers at the NBA. He quickly mentioned one name right off the bat, Masai Ujiri. 
And I believe this is when Masai was with Denver. So this is years ago before he even went to Toronto. And one of the big stories over the last year or so among NBA insiders has been keeping an eye on whether Masai Ujiri would stay in Toronto or would he move on. He's been highly sought after by other organizations, but we know that Larry Tannenbaum and Maple Leaf Sports really wanted to keep him. Well, it was finally announced yesterday that Ujiri has agreed to a significant new deal with the Raptors that makes him vice chair and president. So reading between the lines sounds like he got even more equity in Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. I'm speculating there, of course, but vice chair and president is his new title. His previous title was president. He first joined the Raptors in 2013 as general manager. He was in the final year of his deal and reportedly said no to many other offers from other organizations. So he'll remain very active, of course, in the Toronto sports business scene, but also in his global philanthropy. He's part of Giants of Africa, a great initiative that he has led for years. And Masai Ujiri is one of the more interesting leaders in all of the NBA. And now Masai Ujiri is securing his future by re-signing with Maple Leaf Sports to be and remain the top decision maker at the Toronto Raptors. And finally, the Vegas Golden Knights will be seeking a new chief marketing officer as its CMO, Brian Killingsworth, is leaving the organization. Brian Killingsworth has been with the franchise since June of 2017, and he's played a key role in the team's success, which of course, I think the team's success has been rooted in much of its brand and image, which he obviously had to play a big role in. So Brian Killingsworth, certainly a large factor in the team's success of the past four years before joining the Golden Knights. He spent five years in the NFL overseeing marketing and branding for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He was at the St. Louis Rams. He also spent 10 years with the Tampa Bay Rays. So now he moves on and the Golden Knights will seek a new chief marketing officer. So that is your morning buzzcast for a busy Friday, August 6th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Please stay healthy, stay safe, be good to each other. I'll speak to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.